Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Monday, the 16th day of May, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. After a busy weekend, I'm sure Friday went off without a hitch for you, buddy. Uh, yeah, for the most part. And uh, thanks to everybody who came out and hung out with us and threw balls in my face. And uh, we raised almost 3000 bucks. I love it. So I absolutely love that. Thank you to everybody. And for those of you that missed out on the fun on Friday, fret not. There's another chance for you to take advantage of this, correct? Yeah, on uh, Sunday, May 29th. So a couple weeks from now. Beautiful. So uh, swing on by and take advantage and chuck some balls at Big J for Alzheimer's. Uh, It's going to be a great thing. So uh, take two is coming up here in a couple of weeks. I'm back from a weekend in Phoenix, Big J. Yeah, how'd that go, man? Yeah, it went. It went. Uh, well, first of all, it was very hot. It was like a hundred. It was the first like super hot weekend in Phoenix. So perfect for you. It was 108, but uh, we uh, we did you know have high society, uh, Fountain Hills backyard with a pool, uh, and it was it was very very nice and very <laughs> very out of our element. But it was a good weekend, uh, which culminated in uh, me going to Game Seven last night. Of the Suns Crazy. and the Mavericks, I was really like. Here's the here's the truth of the matter is, well, we were talking about it. We were hoping the Suns would win in Game Six because then my best friend who works with the Suns would not have to do Game Seven while I was there. But of course, the Suns lost, and so he's like, "Man, I'm sorry, I got to do it." And then we were hoping the Bucks would win on uh, on Friday night because then there wouldn't be a Game Five on Sunday, and the Suns game would be in the middle of the day and be easier for me to go. But it ended up being the nightcap, and so I was so after many beers on Friday night, I was like, "Screw it, buy a ticket, let's go!" And tickets to Game Seven, by the way, not cheap. <laughs> Jeez, man! And so, uh, and so I bought a ticket, and uh, we went to the game. And then I was really like, you know how I get, I get, I start overthinking things and get anxious. And I was like, man, this tips off, tip off is at five NBA games usually last three hours. I'm like, I am cutting real close getting to the airport. Plus with all the traffic, you know, I was like, man, I was super worried. So I had organized and plans uh, to make sure that I had a ride at a certain point at a certain time. And I was going to bounce out of the game no matter what. Of course, it turns out the Mavericks blow them out of the gym. I mean, it was embarrassing. They were down by 46 points, down by 30 at halftime. The game was over in two hours. No BS. (laughs) And I was basically standing around the stadium for an hour. Uh, And, of course, the crowd left, like, after the third quarter because, I mean, the Suns were just getting killed. And so uh, it was... was not fun to watch it as a Suns fan, but again, you know, I cheer for the Suns for the most part, but I wasn't there to like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't ruining my night that the Suns got blown out, you know, Yeah. but it was certainly sad to see and uh, congratulations to the Mavs fans. And uh, I tell you what, man, uh, seeing uh, Luka Doncic in person is amazing. I mean, that dude is just, he owns that court, right? He's crazy good. And, uh, and it was a lot of fun to see in my first NBA game in 
eons, man. It's been a long time since I've sat down to an you NBA love those three-pointers. Uh, it's all it was. That's all yeah. it was, baby. And uh, and so it was a good time, and I'm happy to be back. I got back stupid late last night. Uh, but we're here, and we're doing our thing. And today is the day that we have a chance for you to qualify for some uh, big backyard box action. We got some money coming your way, hopefully, with the X-Rock Double Dare and additional fun and excitement today. Uh, let's get started with some important stuff. It's the news! Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The month of May is one of the biggest, busiest movie moving seasons of the year. It's known as National Moving Month. Did you know that? No, I didn't. How do you celebrate? Uh, and now the Better Business Bureau of Idaho is warning people that they're seeing more and more moving scams, and they need to pay attention. Apparently, about 1,100 complaints have been filed with the Better Business Bureau against moving companies in the United States just in this year alone. And they've added that more than uh, $730,000 has been lost due to moving scams. Now, when you think Jesus. moving scams, I'm not. That was a phrase to me that was like, what do you mean? But as I was reading this in depth article, it was pretty, you know, cut and dry about what's happening. You know, what happens is you. Hire a moving company, sight unseen, right? Yeah. Usually, because you're a human being, you plan for last-minute stuff, so you hire the moving company to come on the day that you have to be out of whatever house or unit that you're moving out of, right? Yes. The moving company shows up, they have a quote for you, but they show up in a vehicle way smaller than what you need to move your house or your your apartment and so right away you're screwed because then you have to either leave stuff behind or figure some other way out of of doing that or hire another truck from them that's a big way they get some additional money for you and then once they actually get you in that truck they tell you that they've had some sort of mechanical breakdown and they say that if you want your stuff you're gonna have to pay them more because now they're in possession of all that's your goods damn extortion man that's it's a moving scam and so oh, some people pay it because they have no choice man they want their stuff back other people complain but then they don't get their stuff for two to three months and when they do it's incredibly damaged when they get it and so uh you know there's lots of ways that you can go into make sure it's a moving company that you hire with a reputation Make sure that they have accessible contact information or have po- proper policies to protect the customer's belongings. And be wary of any strange requests like a large down payment or a full refund up front before you get into a moving company. And that can help you with some of the scams that are out there. But basically, man, there's a bunch of jerks out there that are just trying to get as much money as possible yeah. and will do it any way they can. So head on a swivel, everybody. Boston Celtics beat the Milwaukee Bucks 109-81. Uh, Boston wins that series 4-3. They're moving on to take on the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. That begins tomorrow. Mavericks, as previously mentioned, big over the Suns, 123-90. Dallas moves on to take Golden State. That series will start on Wednesday. Rangers over the Penguins in overtime. New York wins that series in seven. And the Flames beat the Stars in overtime. Calgary goes on to uh, advance in that series in Game 7 as well. Well, Big J, the word of the mouth of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness must have impacted it because it had, did not perform super well in its second weekend in the box office. Still number one by a long shot, $61 million. Uh, good enough for the number one movie of the weekend, but it dropped 67 to 0.5% from weekend one to weekend two. Uh, that's one of the biggest drops uh, in Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that's pretty crazy when you think about it. 
Uh, of course, the bad guys was number two, Sonic the Hedgehog two, number three, Firestarter four, and Everything Everywhere All at Once comes in at number five at the box office. So um, people must be hearing the word that Doctor Strange is a little bit out there. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. We are going to get somebody qualified for the Big Backyard Box next. Uh, what's in the box? Only on 100.3 VX Rocks. What's in the box? The Big Backyard Box, Brad. That's what you're playing for. An opportunity to get qualified for about $10,000 worth of really cool stuff inside that box and we want you to have it basically it's got ten thousand dollars worth of stuff thousand dollars each from companies like lifetime store window world boise paint supply butte fence boise army navy plus you throw in a thousand dollars cash and it all adds up to ten thousand dollars that you can spend on your house in your house or outside of your house however you want to handle that and we got a chance for you to qualify right now to play and get an invite to our big giveaway party at dave and buster's 208 287-1003 if you'd like to play what's in the box big j has three clues or i guess you could have more than three or less than three whatever you know my 700. point is something is inside that box could be anything it's a uh, fictional box if you will and there's people places things who knows inside there and you got to figure out what it is are you ready big j i'm ready then to the phones we go good morning the x hey good morning how you doing we're good buddy what's your name my name is Doug. All right, Doug, let's get you qualified for the Big Backyard Box. See if you can figure out what's inside there, okay? Thank you. Hmm? Oftentimes, people claim they look up in the sky and they can see a face in this. The moon. There you go. Hey, Man, good I'm, job. I'm good at those one-and-done clues. All right. The less work for Big J, the better. Hang on one second, I man. still wrote some more. And but... we will make sure you get qualified for the Big Backyard Box, Doug. Uh, why are you throwing the moon in a box? I'll tell you why. Uh, the super blood moon last night. Did you catch that while you were flying in the skies? Uh, I didn't see it in the sky, but I did see it as I was driving home at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yes, it was very, very uh, beautiful and cool and neat. I've seen pictures, and it's creepy. Although I, I don't know, I, I, I guess I don't know what it means. I thought I looked at the moon, and I was like, "Oh, that's nice." I didn't. It did not occur to me, nor did I know it was a super blood moon. However, what does it mean? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. It, it, what it means is uh, is uh, that uh, it, it, I think once a quarter there's a blood moon, and then there's also an eclipse. So you put those together, a lunar eclipse, and you get the blood moon. Yeah, but it doesn't like make it turn red or anything weird. Like it that. does. It does look red. Now, it didn't look red last night. I'll put it that way. Well, you probably weren't looking at the exact moment you needed to look at. That could very but. well be. But I did see the moon very clearly, looking really creepy and moonlight. Uh, there's no face, however, uh, in case anybody was curious. But hopefully, you got to enjoy it, take some pictures, throw it on the gram, have a good time. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Also you, you know, howl at the moon. Oh, that's true. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we are going to get a bearded badass. That is next on the x Rock. Hey. By the Beardsmith on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and you can make an appointment right at thebeardsmith.com uh, for both locations, one in Caldwell and then one in Garden City. Plus, later this week, we'll be announcing the plans for Big J's Beard Brigade, uh, brought to you in part by the Beardsmith. So you can check that out again at thebeardsmith.com. Uh, Nick, today's bearded badass, a nerd icon, this bearded badass exemplifies everything a badass can be who le- leans into what other people might consider a lesser form of cool and comes out the other side more badass than you can believe his beard ever present 
I'm talking about the one and only Brian Posehn, stand-up legend, TV cameo expert, and metal ambassador extraordinaire. He has released numerous comedy albums, both musical and straight-up comedy. And you've no doubt seen Brian in a TV show on some network somewhere. He's the tall guy with the beard looking all nerdy. The appearance and delivery are very distinctive from stints on shows like Just Shoot Me, uh, Friends, by uh, Seinfeld, as well as a regular in Big Bang Theory, to episode one of The Mandalorian. A dream come true, according to Posehn, as he stated to us during one of the many appearances here on The Morning After. He's nabbed a couple of primetime Emmy nominations as well, notably for HBO's Mr. Show with Bob and David. Brian is a huge metal fan and has numerous appearances in metal videos from bands like Anthrax and The Damned Things in 2020. He released his own metal album with the help of a number of rock stars called Grandpa Metal. And in 2011, Pussain agreed to perform at the Gathering of the Juggalos. Some of his fans criticized his decision on being not metal. Pussain countered that getting a paycheck is metal and expressed respect towards the Juggalo fan culture as well as independent music success of Insane Clown Posse and the Psychopathic Records. Uh, this alone shows that Pussain... Uh, beats to his own double bass. Brian Posehn is a bearded badass. Very funny, very good gentleman that even decided, I don't know why, but to hang out with us for a couple hours in the morning uh, one day when he was in town performing at awesome. uh, at Liquid Laughs. And he was awesome, and he's a very funny dude, and I was a fan of his from way back in the Mr. Show with Bob and David days. And then he kind of went on to additional success and solo success on that. So uh, I say huzzah to him, a very good man and much success. And hopefully we'll see him around these uh, stomping grounds soon. Yeah, yeah he's got to show up in Spokane, I think, this week. Yeah, uh, but you know, like, comedy's so weird. Like, there's no routing in comedy. You yeah, know what no, I mean? No, no, I, I know. <laughs> but it would be great to get him, you know, at the lounge or something. Yeah, it would be awesome. It would be awesome. He's a very funny guy. Uh, Grandpa Metal is a great and hilarious album that we've played a couple tracks from on this very show as well. And so get it if you can and you like funny stuff, then you certainly should be able to understand why we like Brian Posehn. Congratulations to being, uh, I guess, inducted into the hallowed halls of a bearded badass, sir. Morning after with Nick and Big J. As the erosion of Netflix continues, they're losing money and subscribers at a pretty big rate as of late. They're exploring changing some things up with some of the things that they offer up, including some live streaming stuff for the first time. According to Deadline, they're thinking about doing some unscripted shows and stand-up specials that would be completely and totally live that you could take part of and enjoy on the streamer. Now, they confirmed that to Deadline, that they're doing so, and they're in the early stages of development and how that would happen. The report said it would enable live voting for competition series and talent contests. See, this is where we differ, I guess. My problem with Netflix is there's been too many of those things. Right, it seems like everything is a competition series or a talent contest now, and Netflix is flooded with them and that's one of the reasons why i find myself going to it less and less but that's just but this is live streaming doesn't matter uh could be used for live reality tv reunion shows it could also be used if the streamer brings back some netflix's joke live comedy events deadline says that that having live streaming would help it be in line with the traditional networks that often air live specials for big competition series and there's not any streamers currently doing that so that would be the or at least huge streamers, anyway, that would be uh, doing that stuff. Now, I have some experience. Have you ever done any live streaming from home with, like, any kind of, like, uh, television show or anything like that? Uh, yeah, a little bit. What'd you do? Uh, well, I watch Twitch constantly all the time at home. 
But that's not a television two. series, right? That's that's other things, isn't it? I mean, Am I it's wrong? the same thing. Well, I, 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 I live streamed content. No, I know, I know it live. I know you mean it. you mean from a like a network? Yes. Like, have you watched a television show like Watch Party kind of thing? I guess is what I'm asking. Not a watch party. Like, Not like in a group with other people. Okay, like watched a, a live show with other people kind of a thing. I think we've all done like the. Um, have you gone to like a Fathom event that kind of stuff? Yes. Okay, so it's along those lines would be my guess. Uh, kind of things that you can enjoy from the comfort of your own home and be a part of it. And I don't know when they're trying to roll it out, but they're trying to differentiate themselves from the other streamers out there more so than they've already done. This is their idea. We'll see if it works. Something interesting happened in baseball yesterday. The Pittsburgh Pirates beat the Cincinnati Reds. Final score, one to nothing, but they did so without getting a single hit in the ballgame. The Pirates got their lone run in the bottom of the eighth inning on three walks and a ground out, and Hunter Green and reliever R. Warren combined to not allow a hit. It didn't count as a no-hitter because they didn't go at least nine innings. Pittsburgh's win was the sixth time in Major League Baseball since 1901 that a team won a baseball game without getting a hit. The last time it happened, 2008, Big J. So it's been a while, it's stayed one set. Hey, uh, speaking of something that happened pretty cool over the weekend, uh, it, it seemed like it was a pretty dark and low moment, but it, it was nice to see everybody rally around James Hetfield of Metallica. Did you see this moment? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, it was pretty emotional. He shared it when he was on stage in Brazil. There were about 80,000 people there to see Metallica play, and in between songs, he was kind of doing some banter, and he said, I, I got to tell you, I wasn't feeling very good before I came out here. I was feeling some insecurity, like I'm an old guy. I can't play anymore, all that bull bleep that I tell myself in my head. So I talked to these guys, and they helped me. As simple as that. They gave me a hug and said, hey, if you're struggling on stage, we got your back. And I tell you, it means the world to me. Right after that, all three bandmates, Lars, Kirk, and Robert, all uh, jumped up and uh, gave James Hetfield a hug on stage again. And he said, uh, and seeing you guys out there, I know I'm not alone, and neither are you. Uh, pretty awesome moment. I mean, listen, we all get down in the dumps sometimes, and even if you're in the, without a doubt, biggest rock band in the world, Sometimes your mental health can be a struggle from time to time, and you can have these insecurities and things creep up in your head. And it was great to see everybody, the bandmates, support them. It was great to see the crowd go nuts, and it was great to see, honestly, if we're being perfectly candid, James Hetfield talk about that kind of stuff on stage and be able to be candid about it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it led to a really emotional, really cool moment. And hopefully, if anything, that helps you understand that if you're going through some stuff, man, it doesn't matter how successful, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. Or how cool you're supposed to be. Right. Sometimes we all go through some lows, man. And it's nice to have that support system. And it's good to be a part of somebody's support system if they need you in those dark times as well. Just a reminder. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Let's play The X Double Dare on 100.3 The X Rocks. The time has come. It is Monday. That means it's time for another week of The X Rock Double Dare. We try to give away up to $200. That, of course, revolves around the knowledge of a particular category and a particular contestant. Today's caller X is Sean. Hey, Sean. Good morning, man. How are you doing? Hey, good morning. I'm doing well. Did you happen to hear the category, or do you need to know what it is? I need to know what it is. All right. It's hot movies of the 80s. So how is your knowledge of 1980s movies that were fairly popular? 
I'd say fair to Midland. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, I like those odds. We're going to go double or nothing with three questions. You'll start with $50. You can win up to $200, but the questions do get progressively more difficult. Are you ready for your $50 question? I'm ready. Here we go. Nobody puts baby in a corner is a famous line from which 1987 film? Dirty Dancing. Right. Yeah. $50 in your pocket, Sean. You can take that and walk away, or you can go for $100 on a question that, at least in theory, is supposed to be more difficult. What are you going to do? Let's go again. Okay. Here we go. Which 80s movie about hapless people trying to become cops somehow spawned six sequels and a TV series? What kind of people trying to become cops? Which 80s movie about hapless people trying to become cops somehow spawned six sequels and a TV series? Police Academy. Right. Yeah, that is correct. You have a hundred dollars. Our uh, nemesis, Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Uh, you can take that and walk away or you can go for the $200 question. What would you like to do, Sean? Let's, let's go. Let's All right, it. man. Why not, dude? Why not? For 200 bucks. What was the name of the female protagonist in the movie Terminator? Uh, um, can I get a hint? Yes, she's the female protagonist in Terminator. <laughs> that means the good guy, by the way, if you're wondering what protagonist Yeah, yeah, means. okay. That helps. Um... Let's go with uh, Cheryl. Cheryl. Oh, my gosh. You're so close, I'm man. I'm so sorry, Sean. It there's, was not Cheryl. What was the one, answer? There's only one way to say this. Sarah Connor. Right. Sarah Connor oh, okay. is the female protagonist. Have you seen Sarah Connor? Uh, sorry, Sean. We couldn't get you some money Damn. as you whipped on the $200 question, but we still think you're fantastic, and that does mean that you can still play again. Uh, down the road or even later today if you want to continue your knowledge of the 80s movies because those first two came pretty easy to you. So 12.30 today with Jason Drew, 5.30 today with Adam. The 80s movie trivia will continue. Just going to use these for Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, today. go. Fire away. Why not? Morning After with Thank Nick you. and Big J. We will come back with a little thing called We're Going to Hell. It's next on the X-Rocks. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X-Rocks. Vancouver, Washington is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell Story, Big J. Oh, beautiful. Not too far away when you're thinking about it. Yeah. And it's been a while since we've had a story that'll make you think twice before you eat anything, and I figured it was high time we give you another one. Agree or disagree? Yeah, totally. Uh, And uh, we have a story from a gentleman that got in trouble, uh, lost his job recently as night manager of Arby's, Big J. Oh, I'm man. sorry. I know. I know. It's disappointing. Nobody likes to lose their job. But it does feel like this guy losing his job was somewhat justified because last week, a couple people had complained that they had ordered some milkshakes from the Arby's. And they're like, man, it's just, it just tasted weird. Something wasn't right. They weren't accusing anybody of anything. But they're just like, it just didn't taste correct. And uh, they weren't very happy about the way that the milkshake tasted and so they actually got complaints from two different people now i want you to think about things for a second and wonder you know how many times you maybe had something that was a little off-putting and how many times you just kind of let it go or you didn't eat or you threw it away or whatever because it didn't taste right and never that you actually called the place from which it came from saying hey this didn't taste right you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no i don't like where this is going i know 
Uh, and so the uh, the the Arby's was like, okay, that's weird. It must have had a bad batch or something. They approached the night manager and said, hey, what's going on? And and he's like, uh, well, I'll look into it. And then he's realizing as he kind of like, I guess, broke out in a cold sweat. And they're like, hey, what's happening here? And that's when he came clean, Big J. He admitted that at least twice he decided he was going to urinate in the shake machine at the Arby's. Uh, why, Big J? Sexual gratification. Oh, God. Now, I don't know... Like, I guess kinks are kinks for a reason, but I'm not sure why tricking people into drink your in your urine gets anybody sexual gratification. Like, that to me seems like it's a revenge tactic as opposed to, uh, you know, something that somebody would enjoy. Wait, who's he revenging on? I, well, that's my point. Nobody. He did it because he got aroused from it. But I'm wondering Ugh. why that would be arousing in any way, shape, or form. How is that supposed to be exciting to you because you don't see the person do it, right? You just know that you served this person some of your pee. And that makes you excited? Listen, question is, mark? These are the people that need serious mental health. Agree. Agree. Uh, Arby's, however, not providing that for him. They're just letting him go and get fired and go on to his next job, wherever that may be. But uh, I'm saying that, listen, if he's admitting to twice, there's probably way more than that, right? Oh, way, yeah. True, did that on a regular damn basis. Yeah. Uh, and then secondly, like, I mean, you know, like I said, how many times did you think, like, people just let it go or th- didn't think twice about it because their shake tasted weird or didn't finish the shake or whatever? I mean, gross. Gross. Yeah. Guys. That's why that machine's always broken. Too, don't, probably. don't mess around with people's food, man. I mean, they didn't do anything to you. Just want to grab like a milkshake with their like ridiculously high beef and cheddars and stacks of roast beef. They're not looking to drink somebody's pee. That wasn't on the menu. Come on, man. And if it was, only that dude would order it. <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? I don't like it. Uh, by the way, officers are uh, asking for any customers that purchased a milkshake from the Arby's in Vancouver on October 30th and left. 31st. Had, tested? They need a receipt. They want to be contacted. So they're looking to bring charges against him. And he says these are the two times it happened. But again, I'm guessing if you ate at Arby's anywhere, let's give him a good four-month ramp. From the summer of 2021 until October, uh, until Halloween, you probably drank pee. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Jesus, man. And that's not a good thing to say, and I'm sorry that I have to be the one to tell you because there is a possibility that there's some people listening that have done that because, again, Vancouver's not that far away. You could have taken a road trip in the summer of last year and was like, you know what, man? I could use some curly fries and maybe a milkshake. Treat myself. It's summer. Bad news. I've got bad news for you. (laughs) You're going to want to sit down. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks coming up. Some important stuff and your pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Turns out, Big J, weight influences how people perceive somebody's dating intentions. You understand what I'm telling you? No. The University of Arkansas have found that if you're on the larger side, right? You're a bigger person. You are seen to be more interested in long-term relationships, while people that are thin are viewed as wanting more flings 
out of life. Now, this could be a suede study by a college that screams suey pig a whole bunch of times. I don't know. But the idea that we perceive people that are heavier wanting longer-term relationships may speak to the idea that we've got some preconceived notions about somebody's weight. Once we see somebody and how big or small they are, we automatically jump to conclusions about things. Now, of course, neither of these things are true. You could be 600 pounds and be looking just for one night stand after one night stand. Now, will you be successful in finding them? I don't know. I do not know. But that doesn't necessarily mean that just because you're a little bit on the bigger side, that's all you want. And vice versa. Just because you're skinny doesn't mean all you want to do is bump uglies with somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe you're looking for that true and honest connection. But we have these connections that our minds make with how people look, and we have preconceived notions, and so the idea is to strip all these things away, and maybe, Big J, just judge somebody on the person that they are, huh? Why would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. We're not very good at that. I'll tell you that right now. But something to think about. Tear down the walls, <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev. All right. Boston Celtics beat the Bucks 109-81 last night to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. There will be a new NBA champion this year. Bucks go home. Boston moves on to take on the Heat. Mavericks knocked off the Suns at home uh, and just derailed them. Trust me, I was there for it. 123-90, your final score. Dallas wins the series four games to three. It'll be the Mavericks and Golden State Warriors. That series begins on Wednesday in the Western Conference Finals. Rangers over the Penguins in Game 7 of their series. New York moves on. Flames over the Stars 3-2 in overtime. Calgary wins and moves on in the playoffs. And we say, Big J, rest in peace to one of the better character actors of our childhood and times, Fred Ward. 79 years oh, old, man. passed away, uh, according to the family, on May 8th. We just got word on Friday. But, of course, Fred was a big part of Tremors. He starred in some pretty big movies, including Henry and June, The Right Stuff, The Player, uh, great in Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. Oh, so good. Shortcuts is one that he won a Golden Globe for. Sweet Home Alabama with Reese Witherspoon yeah. as well. Uh, Exit Speed, some of the other ones that he was in. Secret Admirer, my secret admirer. There you go. Love it. Uh, he is survived by his wife, Marie, and his son, Django, Big J. Uh, Kevin Bacon and Reese Witherspoon both posted remembrances to the actor on their social medias over the weekend, and he certainly will be missed. Hadn't popped up in a lot of stuff, but was very good in the stuff that he was in, especially uh, in those uh, like late 80s, mid-90s stuff. It's just yeah. right in his wheelhouse. So rest in peace to Fred Ward. Good dude. Uh, passed away at the age of 79. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And there's a great show coming to the Treasure Valley this Saturday at the Rev Center, 311. Going to be hitting the stage. We will get you tickets to this show. By the way, tickets are still available uh, for that. If you want to check that out, you can do so. Uh, but we're going to hook you up for free. You just need to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. I believe in y'all. 208-287-1003 is our phone number. If you can get the pop culture knowledge to pull off some 311 tickets now would be the time to see if it's true big j are you ready i'm ready man into the phones we go got our hello. hello the x hey what's up man what's your name Justin. all right you're up first tori spelling starred as donna on this nighttime drama about high school in the 90s 90210 right i'll take it nick uh, pierce brosnan graced the screen for the first time as james bond in this iconic bond movie 
Um, Goldeneye. Goldeneye is correct. Right. David Boreanaz played Angel in this 90s teenage cult drama about vampires. Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Right. Would you have accepted Angel as well? Sure. Sure, why not? Uh, Janet Jackson had a halftime wardrobe malfunction during the Super Bowl between these two teams, Nick. Who were they? Uh, well, considering the time frame, I'll take the Patriots as one. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and I'll say the Rams. Oh, no, it's not the Rams. They just, the Patriots just barely won this game against the Panthers? Carolina Panthers. Yeah, that was my second guess. Right. Panthers it is. Sports continues to be the Achilles heel. <laughs> Of the Treasure Valley. I wonder if anybody would have got that one right. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all hooked up with 311 tickets. Good job. And congratulations. Enjoy the show. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. And we will Happy do birthday, some Janet Jackson. headlines. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Next on the X-Rock. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. With your permission, Big J, I'd like to read you the headlines. Okay. Go Watch ahead. out. Quite the tale or like the Martian? Quite the tale. Imagine going out for a drink and then ending up in Ibiza, Big J. Well, Dan Evans and Alex Wait, Stubbs a went what? A, Ibiza? You ever heard of Ibiza? No. Spain? Oh, huh. Like the, be the big, beautiful beach near Spain? Wow. Uh, Dan Evans and Alex Stubbs went out in Wales, England on May the 6th. They started drinking in the afternoon, promised each other they'd be home by 1130 at night. Somebody joked, you know what? We should go to Spain. The two men agreed. There was no time like the present. They called a taxi, took him home to pick up the essentials before they headed out to the airport. Dan says when we got there, they were they ended up uh, the book the flight they originally wanted to do was fully booked. So there was a flight to Spain and a visa, so we booked ourselves that one. And they partied the whole weekend. When the sun came up Sunday morning, we had to think about where how we were gonna get home. It was more difficult getting a plane back, but they sorted it out, flew back to London in plenty of time to be work on Monday, and they said it was all worth it and more people should take impromptu weekend trips to foreign countries. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, it's cool, man. You ever done an impromptu trip like that, though? No. I'm trying to think, like, the most impromptu thing I've ever done, like, trip-wise, was, like, a, a weekend trip to Vegas kind of a thing. I've right. done a couple of those where you're Friday, you're sitting around, you're like, oh, why not? Let's go. Uh, but that was, again, in my 20s and a different time. And that's about as crazy and impromptu as I got. And a little bit easier, you know, when you could drive there in a couple of hours like you could when I lived in Arizona. Now I'm not sure an impromptu trip is something that is that easy to pull off. But if you can, more power to you, man. Yeah, use it up. Watch out or like the Martian. Like the Martian? Scientists have managed to grow plants in lunar soil for the first time ever, Big J. Uh Uh-oh. That sets the stage for astronauts to potentially grow their own food on the moon during future missions. The University of Florida researchers were able to grow the plants in small samples of lunar soil, also known as lunar regoth. That's the uh, soil that the Apollo 11, 12, and 17 missions gathered in the 60s and 70s. It took them that long to actually figure this stuff out and find a way to grow plants in it. So they've been working at it for a while. That's why this is such a pretty big breakthrough. We're talking sometimes, you know, 60 years of research, man. That's a long time. But they published the paper on Thursday and they were able to put it all together. And so they think that this could be the way that, you know, we start to grow food on places that doesn't have soil like we have soil here on Earth. And that could help sustain life. 
And before you know it, we're growing poop, uh, potatoes and poop, just like they did in the Martian. You understand? Yeah, potatoes and poop. And then you have to eat them, Big J. That's the catch. Well, you want to top your potato with something. I'm not sure that's what they did in the movie. But I respect your decision to eat your own fecal matter. Wrap it up with Watch Out. Question for you, Big J. Would you rather drive in snow or dust? Uh, dust. Uh, you may think twice on that answer because there's some pretty creepy footage that landed over the weekend of uh, motorists in Nebraska that got themselves stuck in a huge dust storm during a thunderstorm there in Nebraska. Visibility dropped to zero, and they also had hurricane-force winds going on. The woman took footage as the storm rolled in and showed how quickly weather conditions changed and it moved around along I-80. The National Weather Service recorded wind speeds at over 90 miles an hour, gusts up to 95 in Hamilton and Clay counties, and it made it impossible to drive and see in this dust storm, which was very rare for this time of year or period in and around Nebraska. But it was a messing around, man. And listen, any kind of weather that's super limiting your visibility, not fun to drive in. Always smart to err on the side of caution and sometimes pull over and wait for the worst to pass over, right? Yeah. We had that experience in our goofy little RV when we were driving into a tornado in Oklahoma. Oh, man. It was... That was intense. Yeah. And that wasn't even any dust. That was just wind and rain, and it was insane. So, yes, always, always be careful with driving for sure especially with weather. You never know. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the stuff. That's the latest from Three Days Grace. It's called Lifetime here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're talking a lot about weather this morning, and there's a good reason for it. As we head into these late spring into summer months, there could be some crazy stuff happening, and this is no exception, right? Yeah, yeah. No, we had some some hail last night and some high winds, but uh, a fellow there in Florida uh, got to be close to something that was a little crazy. In fact, his ring camera caught uh, a lightning strike that was across from his house and uh, hit a tree. And it looks like it was uh, like an air-to-ground... Like, like a mortar went off or something. Yeah. It was nuts. I mean, there was chunks of grass and ground that went up into the air, flew about 20 feet or so. Uh, luckily, nobody was hurt, but it almost hit this person's house. And I mean, that's a damn explosion, like Zeus up there shooting at us all. Yeah, it's crazy, like, you know, because you, you, you hear and you think, you know, lightning you know strikes can happen and and who knows but it's crazy to see it because you know it wasn't this gentleman's house that was hit it was like the house across the yeah. street and his ring camera just happened to catch it and he's like this whole man he just goes oh because he hears the big explosion he doesn't even see it he probably saw it on his ring camera later but it's bananas and it's it, there's no warning there's no lead up there's no flash it's just a boom. it just comes out of yeah, nowhere yeah there was uh sparks and um you can see the lightning and everything i mean it's it's crazy when you get this stuff captured because it is hard to capture lightning. Uh, obviously, you never know where it's going to strike. And so uh, it's one of those things. The Lightning Safety Council uh, says that anytime you can hear thunder, stay indoors. Most lightning injuries and fatalities occur when the storm is approaching or when it's leaving. And there is no safe space outdoors when lightning is in the area. Just keep that in mind. Is that for real? No safe space? That's according to the Lightning Safety Council. I would imagine that they would know. <laughs> I want to know about this council. 
Uh, that seems like an interesting board to be on. But, uh, you know, there are always, you know, those things that you hear when you're kids. Like, you know, stay away from the flagpole, stay for, out from underneath trees because yeah. of situations exactly like this. But, and, and, you know, you hear stories about people playing soccer and lightning storms and everybody gets hit, you know. So you know that grass can be a conductor, the ground can. So just a reminder, man, you never know. That's one thing I'm a big pansy about, you know, when it's... there's. Like thunder out? I'm like, hey, listen, I don't want to mess around. I don't want to get hit by lightning. Okay. I mean, the odds are pretty great. Let's be honest. I mean, you know, it, but those that have had it happen and survived will tell you it's not fun. And it's not something that you did usually that causes you to do it. It's like you're running around with like Ben Franklin trying to fly a kite in the thunderstorm. Yeah. But it still is not a great idea to be running around outside. So keep it in mind. Luckily, nothing happened to this dude either, and nobody was hurt. But it is a nice reminder that uh, Mother Nature remains undefeated, Big J. Yeah, yeah. And the audio is really bad. Otherwise, we'd, we'd let you hear this yeah, explosion. It's just it's- overmodulated in him screaming. And he gets, but it is interesting to see. Maybe you post the video in the morning after Facebook. Oh page. man, that's such a great idea, Nick. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we will do some bad impressions next on the X Rocks. Oh man, with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And bad impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore Treasure Valley Subaru. And hey, let's hook some people up with 311 tickets, right? Saturday is going to be the show. You don't want to miss out. That's the Rev Center, and you can pick up your tickets uh, here when you figure out bad impressions. 208 287 1003. Always our phone number. Call right now if you want 311 tickets for Saturday at the Rev Center. Bad impressions works like this. Three clues, figuring out somebody famous. Big J will give you the clues. You will give us the name. You will become the winner, and hopefully that will make your Monday a little bit better. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Stop. How you doing, buddy? What's your name? Little. All right, you're up. Good luck. I went from teaching boxing while I was in prison to becoming a Hollywood badass. Next. I've started movies like Desperado, Keat from Dust Till Dawn. I had so much fun playing Machete because I am Machete. Hey, that is correct. Good job, my man. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Hook you up with those 311 tickets. Why is former guest the morning after Danny Trejo? Yeah, the owner of Trejo's Tacos. Uh, It is his birthday today, Nick. Care to guess how old Mr. Trejo is? Uh, probably older than I'd like to admit. I'll say he's in his 60s, but 62. No, you're way off. Try uh, 78 years old. Happy. What? He's yes. almost 80? Yeah. Yeah. He's... They're talking about making another Machete movie. What's he's happened? He's old as dirt, man. God, well, well, he I stays mean, in great shape. He didn't get famous until pretty late in life, and so that's yeah, part of the deal. Yeah, probably his 40s, maybe, I Had would to say. Be. Yeah. Had to be. Uh, so happy birthday to Danny Trejo. What a wonderful guest he was and a uh, very good man and good at what he does. There are so many things in his ID IMDB that are on, uh, that's in pre-production or filming. It's <laughs> insane. He's always staying busy. There's no doubt about it. And listen, real life, one of the nicest guys in the world. I mean, an intimidating looking dude as crazy, but he's very, very nice and goes out of the way to, uh, to do a lot of really cool things, including with his, uh, his restaurant. So I say happy birthday to him and I would not want to cross him. I'll tell you that. Though. No, no, not at all. But mm-hmm. he is a wonderful dude. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. Oh! Hailstorm wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Monday. Hey, hey. 
thanks for hanging out with us, man. Felt good to be here on a Monday. We appreciate you tuning in. Had a chance to talk about Brian Posehn this morning. That's always good. Had a chance to try to give away some money, but we failed the $200 question today. So that 80s movies knowledge that you're holding on to may come in handy with Jason Drew and Adam later on today in the X-Rock Double Dare. Got somebody qualified for the X Big Backyard Box, and we even gave away some 311 tickets. So a pretty eventful Monday. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, today's National Barbecue Day, everybody. Get to be barbecuing. What's uh, what's on the agenda then, Big J? I don't know. Because uh, the missus doesn't seem to like it very much, right? <sighs> well, she doesn't like beef, which makes it hard. Whoa. I mean, yeah, that's, that's I mean, crazy. That, that crosses off a lot of barbecue stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, I can only... Chicken is not the easiest thing to smoke in the world, no. I'll be honest with you. You can do some like brats and some sausages and stuff, I suppose. Yeah, and barbecuing, by the way, doesn't necessarily just mean smoking. I mean, it's of course you, you can use a grill or something like that, but... Uh, sure we'll manage something today. Uh, I bet you will. Happy Barbecue Day. Uh, Hopefully the trees up and the decorations are up as well. Uh, Tomorrow's going to be a big day for us, Big J, around here on the morning show because we get to do something pretty cool and we'd like you to set your calendars for it. Uh, Tomorrow, you and I will spend the show announcing the lineup for a little thing we call X-Fest 2022. Hopefully you are as excited for it as we are. It's been six years since we have had an X-Fest. X-Fest 2016 was the last one. Uh, can you name the lineup, Big J? Go. Oh, I can't. I, I, I mean, it's all washed. You my can't mind. remember anybody nah. that played the last X-Fest? No. I've been getting it mixed up with another one. People keep telling me that's not it. Uh, what was what's the one you're getting mixed up with? Uh, the one with James Addiction and Cody right. and Cambria. That was X-Fest 2012, uh, which right. was a nightmare uh, because of weather. Uh, this one, 2016, was the Breaking Benjamin, St. Asonia, Avatar, there you go. Uh, Shaman's Harvest, and Stitched Up Heart uh, X-Fest. And we will be having another one, which we will announce the full lineup for tomorrow morning over the course of the show. So it would be a good idea for you to tune in, especially if you want to get excited about another kick-ass rock show coming to town here in the... Well, I'll tell you what, we'll give you the date tomorrow. Morning after <laughs> with Nick and Big J. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing and Heating and Mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.